Welcome to the Age of the Lost Generation podcast. Thank you for tuning in to listen to The Sun Also Rises, a book written by Ernest Hemingway. This is a story about the lost generation and how it affects the from, from the war. This story is about the people in Paris working through their issues and finding some meaningful foundations in their life again. Today on our podcast, we have two very special guests. Ernest Hemingway and Lady Brett Ashley. This talented author and influential character are here to talk with us about their views on economical and transactional scenarios that are included in this novel. First up, we welcome Ernest Hemingway. Okay, and then do you want to, we'll start at two minutes for the interview. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Hi, Mr. Hemingway. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to share some insights on my book with you. Let's get started then. What social classes do the characters represent in your book? The Sun Also Rises was not meant to stereotype any time period or discriminate on any group of individuals. I wrote it because I wanted to show the transactions between people that and their effects on the choices they made. These exchanges are shown with money and in relationships. An example of this would be Brett only being with Mike because of his money. Sadly, money has power and Brett and Mike was went broke. Since Brett was only with Mike for his money, she left him. This was one of the many transactions in the novel. What do you think of the economics and transactions in this story? What is this based off of? The economics in the start of the book were a result of the war that occurred before the story took place. The people were clueless and they did not have a purpose in their life anymore, which is why they called themselves the the lost generation. Many suffered from what we call nowadays post as post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. This affected their economics because they were, they only spent money on doing on going to bars to drink alcohol and doing other unproductive things this book started to gain more action when jake and all other characters started to go back to the basics of their basics of living which was a series of transactional choices these choices led to relationships that were different than before the war. They did not have much intimacy or love. One last question. How do characters from different classes interact or conflict because of these factors? These choices and transactions made, especially from the complicated, I guess we can call it a relationship between Jake and Brett. These characters' interactions always resulted in another conflict regarding either other men in Brett's life or Jake's feelings for Brett. 
another class, another example of class associated in this book was with Cone. When they were all watching the bullfights, Brett, Jake, and some of the other characters, they were all fine. Even They were even actually intrigued by watching the men in the stadium try to hurt the bulls. But Robert Cohn was not fine. Since he did not participate in the war, he was not comfortable with the horrific sights of the bullfights. Thank you so much, Mr. Hemingway. We appreciate you taking the time to tell us more about your book. Of course, anytime. And now for a commercial break. Hi, Brett. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. We have a couple of questions to ask you. Is that all right with you? Of course. I love questions. Great. To start this off, what are your values? This can be in life, in relationships, or even the economy. In today's day and age, I value many things in relationships, and I also have many moral values. In all of my quest through love with Cone, Jake, Mike, and Romero, it's taught me that it's important to be completely honest and know what you want. After going to war, I felt as though my agency had been lost and I had been misguided. This is why I've had so many quests with all these men. I can't seem to figure out who is the best fit for me and my needs. Wealth and titles are also very important to me. I need a title so people don't think I'm some sort of nobody. Without any money or titles, we'd all be nothing, so it's important I stay very close to this. It seems as though you put a lot of, pe- a lot of thought into that answer. But you leave me wondering, why do you switch between Mike and Cone? What do you like about them? As you may already know, Robert Cone is Jewish. We live in the lost generation. Many people at the time tended to be anti-Semitic, so being in a relationship with him would be completely unrealistic. My relationship with Mike, however, is way more realistic. He offers me many things Cone cannot. His social status is also much higher than Cone. How do you feel about Cone? He's a jerk, but sometimes I feel bad for him because he's Jewish. I don't like to be alone, so he came with me to San Sebastian. But I don't know, though. I don't think he understands our little fling meant nothing to me besides the fact that I needed someone to keep me company. So, Brett, I know that you served in the war along with a lot of your friends. Is there a divide between people who served in the war and people who didn't? I think a lot of the people who served feel like they have some, some sort of superiority because of it. And it's also easier to relate to the people who serve because we've been in similar situations. Those who weren't in the war feel like they have to prove themselves because they don't have the credibility of being in the war. Like Bill, he tries to use the fact that he isn't Jewish to try and make him superior to Cone. That's very interesting. Thank you, Lady Brett Ashley, for coming on the podcast. Next up, we reviewed two scholarly sources. to the Pamplona bullfights in Pamplona, Spain. Have the time of your life watching the daredevil fighters in the ring going, ge- going up against the bulls. See how each fighter's technique becomes an art form. We offer things that you can't get in the States like alcohol. Grab a glass of wine and cham- or champagne and watch Belmonte come out of retirement to protect his title. Other fighters known as Romero and Marcial will also make appearances. Stay nearby at Hotel Montoya and enjoy the show. The first source is 
by Warren Dean Cates called A Simple Exchange of Values, Money in the Sun Also Rises. It discusses how in the sun also rises, exchange and values are not simple. Cates argues how complex and important the role of money is in the novel. He brings up Karl Marx's belief that money is idealized exchange of exchange value. Cates does a great job examining how money shows each character's, how each character values things and which determines women's roles, titles, religion, and cultural positioning. Basically, money determines social categorization, and he analyzes the, the time period where the roles were shifting for women, government, religion, and America because of the World War. The Lost Generation is talked about because people were becoming expatriates more than ever. The generation's values were not seen through until they had been exchanged with new values of the next generation. He wraps up the essay talking about how although Jake says that exchanges are simple, after he looked into it, they are nowhere near that. This source is helpful in further understanding how exchanges affect the book. The second source we use is by Coral Flanagan and is called Money and Value in the Sun Also Rises. I believe that this was a good source because in the conclusion, Coral states that many critics have caused problems have caused prom- problematic generalizations about topics in the novel. She explains that they fail to understand Hemingway's writing style. She thinks that this was an essential problem. She used many other idealists in her paper, including Bill Gordman, Jake Revere, and Karl Marx. This was relevant to our podcast because she helps explain the concept of the exchanges and transactions that occur in The Sun Also Rises. She believes that literature and anything that is publicized should be truthful and hold value, just as Hemingway displayed in his book. Karl Marx's ideas show that the social status is in Oh my god, I said it wrong. Okay. Karl Marx's ideas show that the social classes in The Sun Also Rises affects its characters through economical and transactional scenarios. Many of these examples written by Ernest Hemingway include Brett. Her character is built around and dependence on the men around her emotionally, which was the case for Jake. Most women didn't work at this time. After being a nurse in the war, she lost herself and was struggling to find it which led her to be financially dependent on the men around her. Hemingway's view on this time period relates almost directly with Karl Marx's ideas. Thank you for listening to the Age of the Lost Generation podcast.